the people them will live here and speak bad about Jamaica, they're not living good. They're not always living good. Some of them are unhappy. Some of them are drowning in debt. I are the one. And they are the two. What? Welcome to the Bossiers Podcast, where the vice is real and the reason is raw. I am your host, Dale Elliott. Special thanks to everybody who has been subscribing. If you haven't subscribed as yet, please do so now. I've been having a lot of conversations that are, you know, stimulating the young people's minds and having them look at things from a different perspective. Now, a lot of what is said is my opinions and I don't necessarily care. I'm just sharing my view about certain situations. If you don't like it, fine. That is the purpose of the whole podcast. Now, today I'm going to speak about moving to the US as an immigrant, especially a black, a black person. You see, before you move to the US, there are a lot of things that a lot of people don't know until you land. And one of the major things is that, especially people from Jamaica, I see people complain about corruption in Jamaica every day. And I just want people to realize that corruption exists everywhere, not only in Jamaica. And there are different levels to corruption. Now, probably in Jamaica, the common man can get away with certain levels of corruption, but in the US, you have to have a certain level of money or a certain level of statue to be able to get away with certain things. That is one. For instance, you are going to leave Jamaica right now, and in Jamaica, the matter is out of many one people. Which means, you know, Chinese, Japanese, no matter who you are, Indians, we are all seen as Jamaicans. So don't be surprised when you step off the plane and enter the US. You are no longer just a person. Everything in America is somewhat segregated. People stay by themselves. When I say that, you're going to have a, a Korea town, a Chinatown, a, a community where there's only Jamaicans, a community where there's only people from Trinidad, a community where there's only people from Russia, a community where there's only people from Italy. There is so much different cultures that come here and some of them integrate, but I'm going to say majority of it, it is mostly segregated. And when I say segregated, I don't mean like not everybody hate one another, but there will be a bunch of different, different sects. For example, even the Caribbean people, 
when you come to America, you come from like Jamaica, you're going to realize that a lot of Caribbean people segregate themselves as well. For instance, you will find that a bunch of Haitians don't get along with Jamaicans. A bunch of Jamaicans don't get along with Bahamians. Dominicans don't consider themselves black. Um, Guatemalans is it's just so is people believe that oh yes cubans are different people don't necessarily get along with people and it showed the first time you step into the u.s if you realize every single farm you sign in the u.s asks for your color now i don't necessarily remember that being a big issue in jamaica when applying for anything for instance if i go into the bank right now as as a jamaican walking into the bank in jamaica i'm just a person going into the bank i don't necessarily remember me having to sign up what is my color whether i am black brown chinese or whatever i identify as or if i choose not to identify myself at all no that to me personally was very mind-boggling because in jamaica we are more of a of a classes system where it's rich or poor and not necessarily black or white when americans see see jamaican chinese speaker people speak they find it unbelievable it's like they find it so hard to believe that we as a nation, so many different type of people come to Jamaica and they integrate and they speak like us and they walk like us and talk like us and they still, and they develop the national pride of the country of which we're from. But in America, it's not necessarily like that. And it's weird because moving here from a country where you are accustomed to everybody looking the same you might not share the same views but even in jamaica if somebody act like they're better than you chances are it's probably because they have more money but not necessarily because they're white or they're indian or chinese or it, it is not like that where i am from so here the level of the level of racism that you are going to experience will be nothing like what you've ever experienced if you haven't traveled before. And a lot of people get that twisted. So when you watch the TV from Jamaica and you see, you know, like the George Floyd situation or people being afraid of the police, it is so real. It is unbelievable. So there's a lot of people in Jamaica right now who are saying that, oh yeah, foreign, when you just run with Ghana foreign and, and they don't even understand that it, it can be life and death. You getting pulled over by a police officer. And this is what the type of people them will live here 
people from the Caribbean that live here, they don't explain that to you guys thoroughly. Because you do have some that come here and go on like, oh yes, I am better and foreign is everything. They are lying because I kid you not, I have never felt like I am in a life and death situation being pulled over by a police officer for a traffic violation in Jamaica than here. I have been pulled over in America like three times. The first time I got pulled over in America is because I was driving and the police pulled up beside me and he was looking at me so I looked at him. You, you hear what I say? He was looking at me so I looked at him. The moment I drove off, he pulled me over, he stopped me. Now, because of what I was used to, because at the time I was just a visitor here, I never lived in the US. I pulled over and the police came up to the car and he said, um, whose car is this? And I'm like, oh no, so this is, um, this is the car that my father is working on. Because you know, mechanic always have people that drive up them drive up and down in a customer them car so my father did give me a customer car for drive and the brother pulled me over him asked me who's car me explain the situation and he asked me for my driver's license me sure my jamaican driver's license the moment me do that him tell me so i need to step out of the car so me step out of the car him search the car but before me even search the car, he put me in a handcuff and tell me to sit down on the sidewalk. Bear in mind, this time I am like 20 years old. I have no idea what is going on. Put me in a handcuff, tell me to sit on the sidewalk and him call at least 15 other police car. Bear in mind, I have done nothing. There is nothing in the car. I just have dreads and I made eye contact with him. I never know that what he was doing was an illegal search. I never knew nothing about that. I never gave him any attitude. He just asked for my driver's license, show him it. He did not tell me why he pulled me over. But this is the norm. Second time we get pulled over in America. Um, when I moved to LA, I used to live in a, a very wealthy neighborhood, which is predominantly white. And I was driving, my, um, my father gave me a Ford Fusion, a 2007 Ford Fusion. No, the type of neighborhood that I lived in, is that car doesn't necessarily fit the description of the people that live in the neighborhood. So, driving home, police just pulled me over pulled me over and I was scared so I must drive to the house and pull over at the house. The policeman come out of the car and him walk up to my window and he said, not good morning, not good night. He said, do you live in this neighborhood? And I said, yes, sir. He said, where? I said, that house. He said, what is the address of that house? 
bear in mind, I was just staying there for probably, I was staying there. So I never remember the address fully, but I remember some of it. And he ran my license to see if I had any warrants out for me in every state before him let me go and when him tell me to leave I had to walk into the house and put in the code for him to believe that I lived there so I never felt like that in Jamaica before so some of the time the, some of the time we complain about certain things especially corruption and that was one of the times when I wish I wish I could have just give my thing and drive off. But that is not so. Regular activities in America that you do and it makes you feel like you're literally not equal to other people. You literally feel like that. Sometimes you're in situations where you enter a bank and the bank teller talks to you different. Not necessarily because of the amount of money that is in your account, because of the color of your skin. You have a, you have a better probability of getting a loan because of the color of your skin. You can go on a car mat and as a black person, if you are walking around on a car mat. Now, this is something that I have experienced. If you are just walking around on a car mart looking at cars as a black man the the person selling the cars are not going to walk up to you and say hi sir are you interested in one of these cars they're gonna be like why are you loitering can you excuse yourself off the property no these are not things that I experienced back in Jamaica and a lot of people that are here are acting like, oh yes, this is everything. But I can tell you, they did not bargain for this. The different segregations that are here is very mind-boggling. Quick example, you will find that even white Americans, they treat Caribbean people different from how they treat black Americans. That's why I'm saying you are going so much down on the ladder in terms of rich and poor and middle class. You are going to go so much down just by moving because there are white people that will I, I remember one time I was working and a white guy was having a conversation with me about black Americans and then he stopped and he was like, no, I'm not talking you. Not talking you. You're Caribbean. You're not black, you're Caribbean. In my mind, I'm like, what? We're him get them conversation. No, I'm a black man. But he's like, no, you're not black. You're Caribbean. I'm talking about black Americans. I'm like, what? This is different. Like, like I am not supposed to feel offended. 
And I hate that about here. And it's the only thing I would like for here to change in is it's just the level of racism where you can experience and the level of you really feeling like that person is better than me and that person have more opportunities than me you know so these are things where a lot of people that move from the Caribbean they don't necessarily come and speak to you guys about when they come back home they don't necessarily come and all the men especially Caribbean men yes women here have a fetish for us and our accents so it's like yeah him talk nice and yeah but they are not really explaining the amount of the things that some of these women put them through here you know there are numerous amounts of domestic violence cases there are cases of which they are being ill-treated and beaten and and a lot of stuff happened to them in pursuit of the American dream or the purpose of moving here and making better for them family and I always advise people that come here and go the route of getting married to to, to get their papers trust me that can be one of the hardest things ever and don't necessarily don't believe that that is going to be something that you are going to achieve overnight because one marriage is a very serious commitment so a lot of men if you're a woman a lot of men not are not going to want to make that commitment for that purpose and if they're doing it they're going to want to do it for a specific kind of gain which you might not want to share with them and then for a lot of men when they find women to do that for them it comes with them having to submit completely to that man and then Caribbeans and relationships here because it is so different no in the Caribbean majority of the men in the Caribbean are breadwinners and I see where two things can happen they can come here and they end up getting some treatments from women that women from their country don't necessarily give them for instance in Jamaica the I would say that the women are not expected to to do certain things for the man in Jamaica and I will find that a lot of Jamaican men when they come here and they find the women they take advantage of them and they use them and because the women are so infatuated with the Jamaican accent or the fact that oh he can cook which is not really normal here for, for, for some men especially in some areas that is actually like a plus things that would be considered normal in Jamaica which is Jamaican men or Caribbean men are normally independent as to where we strive to to we want to work we want to make money we want to we are clean we like to keep the place clean 
we like our own. We don't necessarily like to, to, to depend on people. And women here find that attractive. And don't get me wrong, the men here, the, the, the men here, I think, do that. But I have been in situations where a lot of people complain about the different, different types of men they meet here, especially black men. Because there's this huge issue between black Americans and Caribbeans. You might come here and realize that it's not necessarily only black and white. A certain Caribbean country might not like you. And you never know that until you come to the States. A certain kind of black people might not like you. And you're not going to know that till you come to the States. So it is going to be a very eye-opening experience for the people that think they're going to just move here and everything is going to be alright. Because the last time I spoke I talked about bills and how hard it is. But this is the mental aspect I am trying to focus on right now where you are now you need to be prepared that you are going to realize you are going to be experienced and thrown in. A situation where okay racism is real because no no is like your identity no you realize like oh yo I'm black and they really don't people really necessarily don't get along with some people and it's not like everybody's not going to do it but and it, is, it depends on the state that you go to. So when you're in good states like California, Florida, some parts of Florida, because when you go to North Florida, it's a total different thing. Because I remember one time I had to drive from California to Florida and I went to a gas station. And I remember when I pulled up to the gas station and I walked, this is the worst experience ever. I walked into the gas station to buy gas and the operator, I think this is, I am in Mississippi because I had to pass through Mississippi. The gas person tells me that he don't sell my people. And in my mind, I am confused. So I said, oh no, I'm just trying to get some gas. Him said. I don't serve your people. So came out the gas station while I'm walking to my car. You guys ever see them Harley bike there, vroom vroom, the people them on the, 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 the bike them in a the leather jacket surround my car. I ride around my car and all of them have like confederation flag on it and spit up, spit up on my car. And this was with me and me and another black person. And when them do it, in my mind, I'm like, listen to me. I just need to get into the car and I just need to drive. <laughs> I just need to drive. He was like, oh yeah, that is, I just actually, it happens. It, it, it happens and you just have to like move on from it. Be prepared for that. Be prepared for even certain Caribbean countries to, to, to not like 
certain characteristics of you that you find very natural? Yes, because the, the notion that Jamaican men are, you know, struggle with infidelity, are ignorant and they like to fight and those are all the negative true characteristics of a lot of Jamaican men. But when you come here, you're going to see that there are other characteristics in other Caribbean countries, other Caribbean people that you are not going to like as well. And you're not necessarily going to hate the culture, but you're going to want to distance yourself from it. And oh my, when you guys come here and see and realize that you are not only male and female, you are what you identify yourself as. So if you want to be a cat, a rat, a bat, you can be that. You are not going to ever see so much people in that high concentration of, I, I can't even say it, but a lot of Jamaican people would know that. When you see a certain kind of people here, you have to leave them alone. If you have nothing good to say, do not say it. Respect them and move on because you have no idea the the ramifications that can come with you being even slightly hurting their feelings can change your career path or whatever forever and then there is a good side to that because honestly the older you get and the more you learn and then because america provides you with the opportunity to be around different people and learn and just to speak with other people you are going to realize that some of the mindsets that we have are going to change but be very mindful of cultural differences the things you say the things that you might can get away with in your country it is definitely not going to work here and they are not letting you know that so be prepared to not be a first-class citizen be prepared to feel unwelcomed when you step inside a specific kind of room be prepared to feel threatened when getting pulled over by the police be prepared to get denied from a certain loan because of your skin color or your address these are specific things be prepared to to find it hard to even rent an apartment because the landlord only rents a specific kind of people there and then when you look in the fine print it is like oh yes they do not support no form of discrimination blah 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 but then that is not what you are necessarily going to see here. And it's just the reality. But we as Caribbean people, when we come here, we make so much of it that we just always come out on the better side because we, we just have to prepare and, and adjust. 
And that is why we are so successful here. But trust me, there are things in which you don't know. There are things in which I cannot discuss. And there are some things that I can get into. For instance, when you are here, the amount of cultures, the amount of culture that is here with people, just by speaking to people and you are going to find very good, very decent and very helpful people. And then you're going to find people that genuinely have hatred for you. And then you're going to find people that just hate you or that just don't have nothing to do with you. Especially with relationships. You will find a girl that is from another country and she will date you and she will like you. She might even love you, but she will never marry you. And she's not marrying you because her parents say you're not getting married. And she will really just want to use you. So coming here as a man, you are going to realize that one which is good as a Jamaican man I personally would say your value goes up if you are a good one but it is not necessarily because the people genuinely like you are no it is sometimes because you are different seen as a commodity or they just have this thought this fetish like you come here everybody believes that you smoke everybody believes that every and people ask you some questions like do you have toilets back home you know do you have electricity back home people ask you some things like that because americans believe that the world revolves around them Americans really and truly believe that every every single thing like in here is everything. So you will find a lot of people that live here have never traveled, have never been outside of America. So they really believe that all the privileges that they have here exist nowhere else. And to me, I think that is personally ridiculous. <laughs> that is that is personally ridiculous. So be very mindful of the decisions you make when you're moving here, especially if, if you're planning on moving to a specific state. You know, avoid certain places in which you might feel um, unwelcomed. You know, um, preferably go to the states which are, which I would say are predominantly um, mixed. So not predominantly white, you don't need to necessarily go to a predominantly black state, black state, but try to go to a mixture. Because if you don't want to feel like a third or a fourth class citizen, because that is where you're going to, you know. You might be a first class citizen in Jamaica and you move and you automatically become the bottom of the barrel. 
where nobody likes you and and sometimes i even find it so unfair for like even black americans because people would come here which i think is very disrespectful a lot of caribbean people would come here or a lot of people come here and then feel like they are better than black americans or black Americans come here and have some sort of resentment towards Caribbean people. Because I had a conversation with, a, with one of my friends once and he said, um, sometimes the reason why they say it like that is because when, when some people come here, like Caribbean people come here, they take their jobs or they oh yeah within a year two years them have a nice car them live somewhere nice and and and, and them just uh, them them uh, it's like them uh, take up space them for go back and what i had to really explain to him i am like the reason why is because a lot of people here don't know the opportunity they have just by being here to make money a lot of people don't and a lot of people here won't work and and a lot of those jobs that they won't do caribbean people will do them in open arms a lot of people right now come to come here and wipe feces for a living a lot of people come here and clean toilet for a living a lot of people come here if you want to see garbage man mechanic a lot of jobs that a lot of people won't do here caribbean people come here and do them and end up being successful at them and then we come here and we try to own things and then they look at it as there's a self there's a sense of entitlement here from from certain um groups here that causes um Caribbean people to, to to feel segregated or to be segregated but I can say it is both it is both parties fault why that necessarily happened honestly because we coexist I will coexist good but trust me you wouldn't even imagine you never did ever imagine say remember now you're not a citizen you know in Jamaica you're a citizen in Trinidad you're a citizen Whatever country you're coming from, you're a citizen of that country. Until you become a citizen of America, you are a resident. So you are going to go to places and people are going to tell you, go back where you're coming from. Th those things happen. And are you going to feel some type of way about it? I would expect that. So, so there's no say, yeah man, that'll go happen. So be very mindful of that when moving here. And don't pay much attention to the the, the, the people that will live here and speak bad about Jamaica. They're not living good. They're not always living good. Some of them are unhappy. Some of them are drowning in debt. Because this country work of debt. And if you, if, if, if you never manage money good in Jamaica, you never can manage money good in America. You're going to end up a drone in a debt. And then I got unhappy. 
and not because oh i can't talk about oh i can't bother with the corruption and it's so hard in jamaica yes that is right but corruption is everywhere and corruption is in every country and them the most happy them the most happy and them are go through it them are go through it a lot so be prepared for the level of be prepared for the level of racism we are going to experience here for the level of segregation we are going to experience here because that is that is something that is different it is no longer going to be you know i am from uptown and you are from downtown be prepared for that and be prepared to follow laws and abide by them it is you are you are 90% chance that you are not going to get away with what you are trying to do when you come here so you see this drinking and driving be prepared to go to jail for it and have your license suspended for it you see having a child and not taking care of it be prepared to be put on child support and if you don't pay that be prepared to have your wages garnished be prepared to have your license suspended if your license suspended you cannot drive be prepared to go to jail for it these are things where that that you don't know if you're not paying the car bill be prepared for the repo truck to be looking at it i was out like two two weeks ago and while entering the party this guy like four girls him have with him he has a gt63 mercedes-benz 2021 i think and while standing outside to get inside the club he gave his car key to the person for valet and the record just come pick up him car and him stand up outside with four girls but the rec the, the 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 valet person have the car keys so he couldn't get the car to put it in at the same time so it it is not going to happen him, him, him car get to be prepared for people to take advantage of you if you don't know something no when i say that i mean for instance there is like certain policies here which can set you up wicked like it prepare you to fail like yes we will give you this loan but we are going to give you at a 17 percent interest rate 10 percent interest rate that is insane if you never used to read fine print at jamaica read fine print up here because them people are gonna get you be prepared for them like a $10 and $5 subscription them like a Netflix read the fine print them yeah man you see the free trials where everybody yeah man this week free trial we cancel them because you never you're gonna get catch you're gonna get catch with a couple free trial and end up spend whole heap of money where you know where do you even know where it come from so you have to be prepared for that 
I mean, I try to scare nobody, you know. But I just try always make you see the other side. The other side things. Be prepared for your day now in a supermarket. And if you hear somebody shout, be prepared for everybody duck and run on the table and run out like, like they're mad. Because I see that happening already. Me now in a supermarket and a man start shout, but it look like him have unsound mind. And when the man start shout, everybody take with themselves. Pandemonium in a supermarket. Because they might fret. They might worry about if he's an active shooter. Be prepared for that. Me never yet their school and sit down and say, yo, I'm glad nobody now come shut up this. I never yet there Jamaica and say, Jano, yeah man. Nobody now come shut up that school, yeah, so I'm good. You have to think about them things. Yeah. I know, I know, the average person is in a Jamaica, you can have a firearm. In America, you have a right to have a firearm. So be prepared for it. a regular man have an AK 47 and a regular man have an AR 15. A regular man where you have no idea this person's background, this person's mental stability. You have nothing like that. Because I have done the firearm test and me read like five minutes. I think I think me read before me do the test, me read like five minutes and me pass the test. Very easy. Now that did have me worrying what are the type of people here that own firearms. So be prepared for that. Be prepared for in a situation where you're wrong before you even start. So these are things where you are not going to understand it until you live it, until you see it. You're not going to understand it. If you do not have sense here, you're going to get exploited. People are going to use you. Oh God, take, try get as much advice as possible and be mindful of who I give you advice. Get a credit card, spend what you have. And also my advice to some people, if you're trying to get a better life, no matter what you do, put your heart where you cannot reach it. Because it's the only way you're going to get up there. Now, that not necessarily mean go broke. But you need something to work for. And fortunately here will give you things to work for because you're seeing more. You're going to see the Lamborghini. You're going to see the Ferrari. You're going to see the immense amount of wealth that is here. And all you have to do is put in the work and you can achieve and you can get that. But while seeing it, you have no idea what the people are doing to get it. So you have to be very careful. You don't know how that person sleeping at night. So make sure you say, when you prepare for, for see certain things when you come here, you know? Make sure you say, 
when you come here, you're steadfast. You make sure say you're not the right company. Yeah? Make sure say you keep your accent, yeah? Because you see, when you keep your accent, certain situations with this would be a disadvantage. This is going to make it an advantage. So, the vice is real. And the reason is raw. Big up on yourself. Make sure to like, subscribe, comment, and share some love, man. Comment some things you want me to talk about. And look how much you want to watch the video now. Why you not like it? Just like the video, man. Big up on yourself again. Respect. I'm out.